Scott Jennings, and today we're talking about knowing freight terms. Executive summary. So there are several trucking freight terms that a buyer should know. That's you, probably. And they're important to know when contracting the transportation of your goods, i.e. writing a purchase order, as well as when it comes time to pay the bill. So truck delivery acronyms, there's several, and if you've ever seen a quote from a supplier or you've received goods on site, you may have seen some of these acronyms. And it's important that you know not all of them, although it doesn't hurt, but some of them are certainly crucial. So here's some common freight lingo you should know. FOB, formally free on board. Informally, in the way that I've always talked about it, freight on board. This is the most important term that you should learn. It's definitely part of your purchase order agreement with the seller because it defines who pays for the loading and the transportation costs of your goods to site. So FOB shipping point or FOB origin, here the buyer is going to pay the shipping costs and the buyer is going to be responsible for the load once it leaves the seller's yard. FOB destination, here the seller pays the shipping costs and is responsible for your goods until the buyer takes possession. So a lot of times, like in the case of, say, aggregate, FOB shipping point or origin is called FOB pit. If someone else has a responsibility for the transportation at the job site, FOB job site, FOB destination, right? Pro number, that's another big one. This is kind of like a social security number for your delivery. It's a unique number, and this is the best way to track your package as it goes from state to state across the country. You should always insist on it. When you're taking a delivery from a supplier, it means that it's on the road and it's coming. If something goes wrong, you can track it. Also like that sticker they give you when you file your baggage there at the airline desk. They give you a, a sticker, which is a unique identifier for your suitcase. LTL and TL. LTL, less than truckload. <clears throat> truckload is abbreviated by TL. So those are what those two acronyms are. Depending on whether you're receiving goods on, say, a 40-foot flatbed or a 53-foot box trailer, in this instance where it says LTL, you just don't have a full truckload. And some carriers, they specialize in this. Some only take full truckloads. Either way, just know what it stands for. Bill of lading is BOL. So BOL, bill of lading, this is your receipt or your delivery slip for the delivery. This document contains a listing of goods, but doesn't include the price. So it can often be important for the payer of you, of your services, he or she may demand that a bill of lading is provided or it serves as proof. You know, it's basically a receipt, so it serves as proof of delivery. Make sure you hold on to it for sure. A lot of times it's a condition of you paying for the goods and or the owner or your client paying you for the goods you've installed. Cosigny, this is the receiver. Not an acronym, but it's a term. So cosigny is the receiver, and this is a representative of the business receiving the goods. TPB, third-party billing. This scenario exists when neither the seller nor the cosigny pays for the freight charges. Freight collect. This is kind of this is kind of like a COD. A COD cash on delivery. Is usually when you pay for the whole load, you know, when it shows up. But freight collect is when the freight cost is paid at the time of delivery by the receiver. PPD, last one here, prepaid. The shipper pays the freight and he or she bills the customer. As a side note here, and an important one, is insurance. 
is kind of a separate subject in itself, but insurance is very important, and the insurance of items going over land is called inland marine insurance. The marine kind of throws off the term a little bit because it really has nothing to do with over water. Over water insurance is called marine insurance, whereas over land, say by truck or train, is covered by inland marine. If you haven't ever done it before, call your insurance agent and get a little bit more education on this. It's very important because if your load uh, falls off the side of a truck or gets stolen, this is a probably something which is going to come into play. You want to make sure you have it and it's interesting to learn about. My story, I really didn't know much about these terms during my career in the field. Probably like most experiences in life, you don't learn about things until you get bitten. I was lucky enough never to have really gotten bitten. I can't really remember, but I'm sure a couple of things were stolen or damaged, that's for sure. And a lot of times the supplier just stepped up and replaced it. But it would be good to, to learn more about this before you actually have the laws. As I stated before, I still use every day you know, the terms FOB pit and FOB job site. This is an aggregate delivery term. So when I do estimating, am I going to have a have my own trucker, <clears throat> my own subcontracting trucker go to the pit and pick up the rock? Or is maybe the pit going to provide me with a delivered price? Whatever it is, I use the terms FOB pit, which means the price of the aggregate at the pit with no trucking, or FOB job site, which means the price of the aggregate actually delivered to the job site. I usually price it both ways, the aggregate cost plus the trucking, or I just get a price for the, the full delivery the trucking and the aggregate all delivered to my job site. Hope this was helpful. Work safe.